You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Um, I am here with, there is no I in team, but there is meat. I am here with Mr. You Can't Spell Sausage Without USA. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am here with Johnsonville Angle. <laughs> that, that's quite the buildup. <laughs> I told you. I was thinking about it for well, a while now. I ain't going to um, be able to fit out the door. Yeah, and that's all I came up with. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, Sean, this is your second, I can't say appearance. I mean, for me, it's an appearance, yeah. but for you. You're welcome for that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, your second listening, speaking opportunity? There you go. Let's go with that. Session. Sesh in. Uh, very good. So, but Sean, Sean and I used to work mm-hmm. together, um, which, you know what? Let's just lead in. What is your Johnsonville story? Well, my my Johnsonville story started two thousand nine, I believe. Um, yeah, second shift packaging over at Riverside for a little bit. Went to first shift, did some other things over there. Um, prior to Johnsonville, um, I have an associates in residential design, which I where I learned some of my AutoCAD skills, mm-hmm. and I got a couple other jobs in the trust design layout industry mm. uh, again prior to Johnsonville so um, it was like 2008 housing market bubble burst so nobody's yeah. building houses yeah um, so I was working for a, a local trust manufacturer and got laid off needed a job got the job at Johnsonville um, like I said uh, it, was, it was you know manufacturing uh, but I had that background so there were a couple times job shadowing like uh, Riverside was shut down right for a week or so to, okay. for maintenance and yep, stuff yep. took advantage of that opportunity and did some job shadowing in the yep. engineering department um, and then um, when that when a position there opened up I I, I did that uh, so I was at Riverside for about five years okay Um. And then, yeah, like I said, I've been working at the tech center ever since. So now you're an engineering engineering, engineering technician is whoop whoop. the official title, wow. which is basically a catch-all for whatever you whatever you I can love do. It. Specifically, um, more uh, AutoCAD layouts, okay. uh, global asset coordinating with equipment numbers and stuff like that. I don't want to yeah. bore you with that part of it, but uh, okay, um, I was able to rely on the AutoCAD skills, and yeah, so I've it'll be 14 years total coming up in April. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's right. That's great, man. I, I've i had the pleasure of working with you a couple times now, and now yeah. it's it's fun. As a matter of fact, as I was walking uh, down the hall here, um, which, by the way, folks, uh, we haven't really made it public, and not that it's really a big deal, but um, we now have a recording studio. So uh, we are sitting in that said recording studio, and as we were walking the door, my main man Sean here was like, don't worry, buddy. I added it <laughs> to the blueprint. So yeah. uh, so thank you for doing that, Sean. Yeah. And um, one other question about Jean-Sionville. Uh, what's your favorite part about working here? I think it's um, I think it's the op- 
I'm gonna say the opportunities, but I only hesitate because the opportunities are which which you take advantage of, right? But so you make your own opportunities. But the fact that um, at Johnsonville you are allowed to do that, mm. right? You you are allowed to um, make your own path, find your passions, and and move forward with them. Um, of course, closely related to that are, are the people that you are surrounded with that help you uh, achieve yeah. those goals. Um, so definitely, uh, definitely, th- I guess the culture from that growth standpoint, um, I find most beneficial. Um, I think too, honestly, from a, we're a manufacturing company that, that mm-hmm. makes food. Yeah. Yep. Right. And yep. it's mass produced food. Right. Mm-hmm. And the quality, I think that we, send out the door for a uh, mass produced product has always always amazed me. It, it still amazes me today everything that goes in to making that product. Um, yeah. attention to detail, the the again the the attention to, to quality. And uh so that's still amazing me. So there are a lot of things when you say what's my favorite thing, it's kinda hard to pinpoint it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's gonna be different for everybody. It's a trick uh, question. But we I mean we make food and I I think that's important and we do it safely and we I, we do it well. Johnsonville, yeah. The on the clock story, I always love it because you are literally one of the quintessential, you know, Johnsonville way stories, and you know, you you started from the bottom, now you're here type thing. Um, but what has always interested me too about you is just the amount of things that you do outside of work, and that's the point of this podcast, of course. Now, the first time you were on, you talked about your deep love of Star Wars, Star Trek. Are you still into those kind of things? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Not as much. I, think I mean, it never really leaves you, but it's just no. like ebbs and flows. It's right? it's there, and we, yeah, it's it's there, but it's yeah. not as deeply rooted and, and not quite as passionate. Right, it's, right, right. It's there. So, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I would definitely recommend you go back and listen to the first episode um, where Sean just literally geeks out <laughs> on all the things in the stuff. <laughs> I was amazed at how far this can go. But anyways, listen to that episode. Now, off mic, we were talking about a handful of things that you do. You are a barbecue judge, which you haven't really been able to do yet, but you have all the credentials to do. Apparently. Um, You are getting into music recording or or sound recording type stuff. Uh, Your kids are basically adults. (laughs) <laughs> not quite but they, they think like, they are yeah. uh but you you're doing all kinds of stuff per usual so mm-hmm. i'm gonna give you the floor where do you want to start what do you want to talk about oh wow well um yeah so the, i know a blank canvas no I, I no that's yeah. that's fine i know how to paint uh so <laughs> okay so let's start there i <laughs> know uh, i so like the barbecue thing yeah um i went to the bar- barbecue judge class uh anybody can do it um first off what made you want to be a barbecue judge well uh numerous i don't know what year several years ago i actually did some competition uh, barbecue at an event um so i've always enjoyed cooking and and barbecuing in general i just didn't i finally found the structure like what is a barbecue competition there's rules and steps and things you got to adhere to things you can and can't do okay um so i did a couple of those and then um the next some of the things they suggest was just go to a certified uh, judge class. Got it. So you kind of, again, you learn as a judge, if, if you were a judge, you kind of learn the do's and don'ts and some of the things to look for, which ultimately helps you as a barbecue cook. Uh-huh. 
right? To yep. present things a certain way um, and, and what not to do. So really it was the whole idea there was to kind of just gain some extra knowledge and insight as a, as a barbecue cook at a, at okay. a competition. What, what should I be doing different or what, what could I, you know, learn right. to do about Right. Are you still in competition? No, I haven't. I haven't done. I haven't done them in probably six or five or six years now. Okay, um, it's very expensive to do. Got so, it. And I can't imagine what it's like today. Sure. Um, sure. Obviously, the last couple of years have been tricky for um, for organizers to put together mm, competitions. Yeah. Um, but so I haven't done competition barbecue in quite a while either. But at home over the summer, yeah, I get together with buddies and yeah smoke a brisket for 13 hours and do some pork and a lot of barbecue is big primal cuts of meat right mm-hmm. so it's long it's long cook cooking times but more recently i, I you know if, like roast beef for sandwich i want roast beef sandwiches fire up the pit and make some roast beef and backpack it and make sandwiches so little things like that too more some more of a practical mm-hmm. uh, approach to smoking meat and, okay yeah off mic unless you want to go into it here mm-hmm. but i really need to understand how to to barbecue ribs because don't we all <laughs> don't okay. we all because i recently uh well i was actually over the summertime i went down to watertown one of our harvest facilities oh. and i was able to acquire uh, you know uh, uh far more ribs than i thought mm. i was acquiring uh so our, our freezer is stacked and i have ruined <laughs> more ribs yeah. than i want to now we've yeah. eaten them but uh, much at my family's dismay um there's only been one or two where it's like you're on to something, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, okay. So I have not been able to figure this out. Well, I think I think step one is finding the right ribs. Don't okay. use don't use those ribs because they come from sows, which are basically just they're raised to breed and get slaughtered for okay. sausage. Okay. So step one is going and picking a good a good rib. Go to your grocery store. There are certain brands that are good. I think what the heck's the name of it, but. The style of rib you buy is going to make a difference. You've got baby backs and you've got St. Louis style ribs. You've got spare ribs, which you can trim down to make St. Louis ribs. Okay. Um, but I always buy St. Louis. You still have to do some trimming and things, take the silver skin off the back yep, and yep. do all that kind of stuff. Generally speaking, ribs, uh, you know, depend. there's many schools of thought. In fact, I wrote my end of end of semester research paper on barbecue that I just turned in last night. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. He's literally well, like grimacing over there. Well, because <laughs> it's insane because this paper was only supposed to be three pages and it being four pages. It could have been it could have been twenty. Wow. Um but ribs ribs, yeah, you're gonna want to cook them uncovered for a couple hours, wrap them, add honey, brown sugar, some tiger so you can add whatever sauce you want on there. Okay. Wrap them for a couple of butter. Butter's mm-hmm. your friend. Ooh. Cook them again for another couple hour and a half to two hours. Check them, um, and then uncover them and put them back on the pit and sauce them and finish them off with the sauce. So they they'll take a good six hours. So and those, that's the highest level I could really describe that at. <laughs> well, what I'm hearing you say is. I'm going to need to invite you over and you're going to have to help me out. <laughs> right. That's what and I'm that's, thinking. and that's what it kind of took for me. Like I, th- I knew some things, uh-huh. but you always learn from other people. Like, Oh, you do it this way. Of course, yeah. the internet's fantastic. And there are many thoughts to approach barbecue in general, but just about anything. But okay. yeah. Yeah. Cause I did acquire and now I'm, you're the first one to tell me like, yeah, maybe those ribs aren't the best, but they were their baby back and spare ribs. So 
you know. Yeah, but but the, to get that insight that hey, uh, the, the <laughs> type the type of an, the animal themselves, how it's raised, it plays a huge huge role. In it. Yeah, I would not have thought. Yeah, of that. don't don't. I mean, no offense to the the Watertown and their ribs or any of our harvest, but they're those ribs in my. I mean, you could use them. Yeah, you just slow cook them and break them apart and okay. and use them for other other things. Well, um, and. Interestingly enough, that you call out slow cooking, that has literally been what has been the better ones mm-hmm. that I've made now. Yeah. Has been in the slow cooker, so yeah, not so much smoking them. Interesting, mm. but yeah, if it, they'll take, they'll take. I'm also just really hungry now. So let's yeah. back up. <laughs> okay, yep. uh, originally you were you're going to be a judge, so you go. I mean, what? How, how intense is this class, or or what is? It's not. It's very. It's very relaxed. There was a whole room of people. It was actually uh, held in Onalaska, Wisconsin, which is way on nice. the west west yep. side of the state. Mm-hmm. So I drove four hour, four and a half hours. Okay. Um, just a bunch of a bunch of people who like barbecue. Some, yeah. you know, it, but it's very lax. So, an organization called the Kansas City Barbecue Society hosted it, and they they help organize and uh, sanction all the events. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to be KCBS member to to. Uh, uh, participate in an event and also to become a judge, but it's pretty lax. You kind of again, you, you see some examples. You go over do's and don'ts. What should be in the turning box? What shouldn't be in the turning box? You know, what's a, what's what's that box? So a turning box. There's so there's four in a competition. You turn in four meats. So you got okay. chicken, ribs, pork, and brisket, all presented different ways. Different you can use different cuts, but you turn that into the judges. And they sit around a table, I believe it's six judges to a table, mm-hmm. and and they score it. Now, it's a non-comparative scoring system, meaning they're not comparing your barbecue to somebody else's barbecue. They might not even get everybody's product at that table. Okay. So there's, there's a certain criteria. Does it, you know, um, taste, tenderness, and appearance are the three main categories. Okay. So obviously you look at it, you want it to look nice. You want it to look like it's going to be moist and juicy, uh-huh. right? And then uh, taste, obviously, um, and th- which is somewhat subjective. I was gonna say, I mean, it mm-hmm. sounds so far like it's very technical. Like, like there are certain boxes mm-hmm. that you have to check. Oh yeah. But when it comes to taste, I mean, mm-hmm. okay, all right. It, it can get, and that's why that's the only down. Well, one of the downsides to competition barbecue. It is suggestive uh, from the taste standpoint, but the tenderness. There's ways you can tell. There's I hate to use this word, but like mouth feel, right? You put you put you put that piece of brisket in your mouth, and it's, it should you push your tongue against the roof of your mouth, and it should kind of fall apart. There's a certain pull and a tug on on brisket too that yep. that should that should happen. Okay, uh, but yeah, it gets scored, and I don't know how exactly they compile the points, but because it gets down like to two decimal places, I don't know how they do it. But it's zero wow. through nine, nine being the best, and zero. I mean, if you're if you're at a zero is a disqualification, but if you're like below a four or below five, I think then it's it's pretty bad. But they throw away your lowest score and it's like by table and they average okay. it out and okay. stuff. But so when but when you're handing in four pieces different mm-hmm. meat units, I don't yeah, turning boxes, turning boxes. Does someone win overall? Mm-hmm. Uh, does someone win only in a certain category? You know, how does all that work? Yes. So um, the answer is yes. yes. <laughs> uh, your turning box is half hour intervals, so you got to okay. time it out and do all that stuff. But yeah, there's a there's usually, there's a winner for each category, mm-hmm. and there's a reserve grand champion and a grand champion. And the grand champion has the most overall points, so okay. you could win a category and not win grand champion. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I forget how many places. I think it, it depends on the the event of how many places. Like you get first, second, third, and ribs and mm-hmm. pork and so on. 
Um, but as long as your total points, like you might might not win any of the other categories, but you could end up winning GC because you've oh, got wow. the most total points. So. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So yeah. in terms of what you were out there to go and do, which mm-hmm. was to gain knowledge and all mm-hmm. that stuff, do you feel like you are better prepared for the next competition? If it, yeah, if it, yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I mean, it's I was under I was under the impression that, for example, judges only get one bite of your of your product. Yeah. Turns out you can take as many as you want. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so if you and if they so you want them to want more, that's part of the appearance of it, the visual of it. Like, I want to eat that. Yeah. And and if they taste it and that reaffirms their belief that that's good, then so on and so forth. Huh. Okay. But okay. yeah, basically, you know, to middle of the road when it comes to seasonings and the flavor profiles and nice. Yeah, you don't want to go too one way or the other, spicy or yeah. sweet or whatever. But okay. So yeah. how do you end up judging then? Well, it's um, a great question. Okay. <laughs> that's a wonderful <laughs> question. Now you, you you can look for events that are available, and they're usually they'll usually ask you for uh, ask for judges. Okay. Um, I've heard some other people who are judges having trouble getting into it because most competitions want experienced judges. Yeah, and like, how do you gain experience if you don't? freaking judge it's so it's it's a paradox yeah, yeah with with any type of job, chicken right? egg kind yeah, of a thing yeah um but yeah you can volunteer i i think most i would say recently it wouldn't it shouldn't be too hard to find a place to judge if there was an event i'm just i don't yeah. i don't know i think it's, it's a tough it's a tough thing to keep going mm. especially up here in wisconsin our us northerners you know yeah. first of all our barbecue season's short Sure. You know, um, obviously, barbecue is much more prevalent in the south and, mm-hmm. and warmer conditions. And, but it's worldwide, too. They, they do competitions all over. But. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So if you were to, well, I guess, because, again, you, you did it kind of mostly for a learning thing. But I'd mm-hmm. say, like, if you could judge any competition, what would it be? Any, like. Yeah. Like, someone came and knocked on your door tonight and was like, I need you to judge any competition. Well, I, I, well that, that really. um. <laughs> what what this podcast is rated what no uh yeah. no seriously i think and that's the thing about i just want to stick with food because it's you know if you you got to eat you know, it, it should be good right i mean barbecue but, competition but, oh barbecue yeah, t- yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah. really no, opening that up I I was like thinking of everything and anything. No, no. I'm gonna start judging podcasts and uh, no. Uh, Nope. There's a there's a heavy criteria for that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No barbecue. Like, what is the the creme de creme barbecue competition? um, Memphis in May is a big competition. The Kansas City World Invitational, I believe, just happened. Okay. Um, And even to compete in those events, you have to win. Like a grand champion, okay. and, and it is a master series wow. barbecue uh, circuit. But yeah, judging, I mean, that would be overwhelming. Just, I, I was gonna say, it's so hard because it's like, I don't, you don't know what you're, what do I, how, what, did you think that was good? And when you're, that was some of the things that were going on at this class were like, I, I think it's good. Like, you scored that a nine, like, that's a seven, you know, like, yeah. there's something am missing here. Like, so am I being, am I being too critical? Am I not being critical mm-hmm. enough? So you, you I was second say, guess like, yourself, to but to judge a big competition like yeah. that, that must be a lot of weight. A lot of people, like I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of teams. Yeah, that's why you. I think that's why they suggest you only take one bite of each thing because you're gonna I eat. Uh, you're gonna eat a lot of barbecue, and then that that affects your perception too. Yeah. Well, you know, the, you do you clean full. your palate after every time? I think there were crackers on the table, but <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> <I> know <that. laughs> minor. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. But well, good. I'm glad that you were able to go through that and then tell me about it because uh, I'm hungry now. I know. So I'm, it's getting there. It's that. getting there. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're you're a barbecue judge uh, by trade, and uh, <laughs> I got a pin. I got a pin <laughs> and a, a little a little uh, number. I got a number, but yeah, I haven't used it yet. So. Okay, well, <laughs> do you also have like a you know like a chef hat that you wear? No, while? no, not yet. Okay, but yeah. you you alluded to as we were talking, you handed in some paper having to do with ribs. Oh, well, but yeah. What are yeah. you going to school for? What so are you doing? I've recently decided to enroll in the culinary arts program at LTC. My goodness. So I can give you a little evolution of that Love thinking it. too. Um, I'm all ears. So um, I did some job shadowing on our applications team, Okay. which basically it turned into a five star. Oh. Um, I liked it. I liked it to the point where I want to. I, I think I want to do this as so my career. So applications team. Break I'm sorry. Down. Yes. Uh, so downstairs the tech center, there is part of it's, it's part of the R and D team. Yep. So you've got R and D, sensory, um, applications, uh, is a team that let's say if you get requests from a f- the food service team saying let's I want to build a, a, a an item for a stadium. Mm-hmm. Or to, to develop recipes um, okay. in that sense. So it's basically taking our product and applying it in different ways and using Got it in it. different ways based on a number of yep number number top of things. secret things. Sure. Yes. Um, but really, so I mean, like we're all here to do what we're all here to do, right? Mm-hmm. The, if our if our job at Johnsonville wasn't needed, we wouldn't be doing it, right? Absolutely. Um. So, so my current role, you know, I support a team that supports a team that supports a team that makes sausage, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, which is very important. However, professionally, I wanted to move the needle a little bit more towards the end user or the consumer in this case. Got it. To see to learn more about that and see how maybe if I can impact mm-hmm. impact that. So th- that was kind of that was kind of part of it. Um, you know, another part of that is, well, um, you know, double brat on a bun is great, right? But how how do we use our sausage strips? How do we use our queso brats? How do how can we manipulate those to come up with new ways for our consumers to try them? Got it. Um, which which is exciting because that's a creative part that I think um, is very important in any in any role. Yeah, absolutely. Critical thinking, uh, you know, mm-hmm. being creative. Um, yeah, that's, that, that was, that's part of it. And, and also too, my job right now is very virtual. I, I'm AutoCAD most of the day or on in some software doing something. And I love creating even Lakeside here. I was, you know, I helped kind of lay that out and came up with ideas and options with that. And sometimes it comes to fruition, you know, um, and sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, with cooking, it's, it's a tangible thing. Okay. Right. You, you make this thing. And good, bad, or indifferent, you have a result, yeah. right? That that you can that you can react to and change to, and and you know, and interact with. You know, like I said earlier, everybody's got to eat, so like, why not make it good? Yeah, you know, <laughs> right? And what does that mean, though? Good, right? Like you said, it's suggestive. Yeah. Good can be suggest con- suggestive. Um, but yeah, so in in order to kind of follow that that path, um, further education is is required. Yep, so. Yep. Yeah, man, I'm I'm going LTC part time. the The learning plan has been laid out. Yeah. Um, 
with everything work, if everything works out, I'll graduate spring of 25. It's hard to think of that right now. Um, and, you know, honestly, the expectation has been laid out that there's not, it's nothing's waiting for me. Like there might not be a position available at mm-hmm. that time, which mm-hmm. that's fine. That's great. But I, I can't wait for that. Like I got to make sure I get myself ready in case there is and, yeah. um, and do it that way. So I've decided to kind of go back to school and the first, the first semester is kind of wrapping up here in the next couple of weeks. So <laughs> yeah, one of the, one of the assignments was in my product ID and purchasing class was to write a paper about any of the kind of things we learned about. Yeah. Um, and obviously we learned about the different types of meat and cook a little bit about cooking methods. So uh-huh. I like, oh, I, I'm going to do barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. Um, yeah. Well, and the thing yeah. I'm loving about what you're talking about here is what you're going to school for not only helps you at Johnsonville, but mm-hmm. outside of Johnsonville, you can only get like, uh, you've always been one that I've known to just kind of be really good at making food. So for you to get some type of scientific background to it, like, you know, and it's interesting you say that because I forget sometimes that I'm going to school because I, because I have to, because I need that. Like, I totally forget about it sometimes. I I view it from the point of the consumer or the home cook. Like, I just freaking learned how to make like lamb chops and chimichurri that goes with the lamb chops and we made it's crazy last week last week we're recording this far too close (laughs) to lunch lunch yes (laughs) last week we made a tomato jam because we're learning how to cook with fruit like what is that sounds disgusting because i don't like tomatoes but it was it's freaking phenomenal really so i take i I, i'll take some of those like it's cheese week or it's pork week or it's beef week and it's like i come home like i'm going to (laughs) miesfelds adopt me what? (laughs) come on over okay (laughs) come on over there's always way too much (laughs) um but yeah, it's wow. I've I've it's yeah it's it's been fun, uh, even so far, and yeah. I, I just it's well, it's it's, just it's scary because it's a it's a career change potentially. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I figured you know I got twenty more years to work probably like sure. do take a couple years and find something else cool fun to do. I don't well, know. And again, that's why I said at the beginning you are a quintessential Johnsonville way story with mm-hmm. how you shift and change based off of what's going on in your personal life and also just your you know what, what's coming up and bubbling up mm. in your stomach and literally um, but, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I, I love the fact you know hearing about this you you're at you are talented at making food so well i'm learning let's let's just manage some expectations here some of yours earlier uh, yeah. on in, in life and yeah. i i was impressed yeah. so i think it's a no-brainer on my end looking, I, looking you know i've i've had jobs Previously in the food, like I was a short order cook at Applebee's for a short time during college, and it was a lot of fun, man. And that would be the genesis, right? That right. was the beginning of I, your it's love all, for it. Well, right, honestly, Good yeah, old it's it's always kind of been there. You know, high school, okay, dishwashing job. I eventually became, uh, you know, a cook at the mom and pop shop. You know, uh-huh. and went to college, went to college, and, and needed a job. Well, I fell back on cooking food, and it's important, like, to have have somebody rely on you to mm-hmm. feed them yeah. and for them to try that food and, and honestly not say a word. Like, mm, that's the noise you want to hear. <laughs> that's the noise you want to hear. You just, a, no, a noise, something audible, doesn't have to be words, you know, or a look and they go, oh, <laughs> like that. And, and you were constantly, uh, you know, self-evaluating as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's true with anything, especially when it comes to the arts or things that you prefer, like you have your expectations of you and like mm-hmm. if you can eat something or you listen to something that you've written or read something or look at something that you've created and it's still it still kind of hits like wait that you know what that is good you know sometimes yeah. 
when you do something new for the first time, it's exciting, especially music. You hear a new song on the radio, like, oh, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Then after a while, maybe, oh, maybe it's not as good because you have a chance to, like, it's, it, you desensitize a little bit to it. Yeah. Sometimes you like something just because it's new, mm-hmm. you know, but after that newness wears off, is it still good? Yeah. And when you can find something that's good again, over and over again, uh, again, what, whatever it is, that that's how you, you know that, okay. It's it, the real deal. You know, being self-aware is very important. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, like, yeah. I, I know this sucks. Like, why would you, you know, I, yeah. I know this isn't good. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, you have to be you have to be practical in your approach. Got but it. Anyway. No, no, that was a really good no. soapbox moment. Yeah, there. it was. I, I think that's important to, to be inspired and to know what you like, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. and to and f- just do it, man. Just go do it. I'm. I'm literally at a loss here because I'm I am hungry uh, after <laughs> listening to you talk. But um, you you mentioned music because mm. I could sit here and talk with you about food all day. I, it, well, for instance, <laughs> okay. for the instance, I do really enjoy. Now my wife doesn't think I do, but I really do enjoy cooking at home. Mm-hmm. I do. The problem that I run into is I want to spend the time, be patient, and yeah. build whatever it is that I'm building, right? Yeah. It's the way I view cooking. I, I'm, I'm combining. I'm, you know, breakfast, I dominate at breakfast because, <laughs> like, you don't have to really try that hard, yeah. and it'll still come out good, um, <laughs> at least what I found. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of, like, a dinner or, you know, something like that. Now, we have small kids at home. Yeah. I cannot spend the appropriate amount of time I need to really create. And neither can my wife, yeah. really, you know. Um, so it's, it's just one of those things where I think that you, even looking at you here, you, you got a laid back approach and <laughs> you're willing to, you know, really just say, hey, I'm going to slow down, take that time to learn this. Mm-hmm. Well, so. that's that's the one thing I am continuously learning as well <laughs> <laughs> uh, is is patience. I, I think that's a main ingredient in just about every dish you can make is, is patience. Uh, risotto is one of those things. Okay. But anyway, I won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is. And and uh, it takes forethought. It takes planning. Mm-hmm. It, it does get stressful because you want to think of everything, but that will help you be prepared. Yeah. There's a term. It's a French term in cooking. It's called mise en place. It basically means everything in place. You have a personal mise en place with all the stuff you need, but it's thinking of all your prep. Like I like this Friday in our skills class is kind of like the final exam. We got to make two perfect plates of grilled salmon with risotto and asparagus. But there's <laughs> a, but there's ingredients that come. So mise en place yourself, like cutting board, knife, all the prep, and in a certain order, mm-hmm. right? Too, because if you're dealing with raw fish, for example, you want to do that last or in a completely separate area. Correct. So mise Correct. en place is a thing that. Is yeah, very you important, but you out. have to plan it out, oh, and that, that's and that's that can be stressful. Mm-hmm. And I'm laid back now because I'm not thinking about it. I'm sitting here talking with you, so <laughs> after this is over, I'm going, oh, "What do I need to do? You're what welcome. do I need I to do?" Just wanted to give you a little break. No, um, but I, no. I've come up with. I mean, not come up with. I just learned that word now, but I I've uh, conceptually lived that. You know, like I I enjoy hunting, and I do mm. enjoy eating what I harvest. Yeah. Um, now you like game meat can be terrible yeah absolutely but if you do and we've discovered this at home literally you put the time and the energy into it it is delicious you're right see um yeah so it makes total sense right. and i had no idea the french came up with it Me, french i've learned too french cook they're like the french basically come up came up with the, the modern day culinary lifestyle terms techniques like oui, oui. and we were just yes we chef 
Uh, we're we're just starting to get into that a little bit uh, in class, but um, uh-huh. yeah, there's the French are like let's say the godfathers of culinary wow expertise. Yeah, so that's why a lot of terms and techniques will f- are French and so I like Julie Child. You know, she's yeah. she, I always like her one of her sayings. She says everything in moderation, including moderation. So that's <laughs> that's I mean that's I've never heard that little yeah. tidbit. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, I've obviously heard everything in moderation. I, uh, yep. I live yep. a lifestyle that needs correct, that. correct. But uh, I've never heard that little ad on yep. there at the end. Hmm, very good. But yeah, that but you dangerous. But, but, yeah, but patience and planning ahead goes a long way for a lot of things. Yeah, I equate that to a lot of a lot to even you know five S to put it into terms like the, a lot of Johnsonville members probably understand what five S is and, mm-hmm. and Kaizen events and that. It, it's kind of like that. Yeah, you know, there's you certain plan order. Out how your kitchen's gonna you go? You just kind of you gotta yeah. plan it out and keep it that way, or know where things are. But wow. yeah, well, hot diggity dog. Yeah, yeah. My goodness, Sean. So then, switching gears on you. Yeah. Um, you mentioned earlier that you do now record things, or you're starting to record. Th- what are you recording? What are you doing? Well, so <laughs> that's a, that's <laughs> a great question. Doing? That's a great question, Joe. Um. It's it's real simple. I'm not gonna try to overhype this at all, uh, you know, because it's really, uh, it's just a, it was a way. It, it is still a way to kind of fill the time, you know. Again, barbecue that's primarily a summer kind of a thing. Yep. I kind of wanted maybe something in the winter time that was more indoors. Um, it all kind of started with an app on your phone, like Loopy. I don't know if you've heard of the app called Loopy. You just record simple loops, and you can do multiple tracks it's very basic cool but i started there and like but i wanted to record things like just a simple drum track or something then i can listen to and, and play yeah. a guitar to whatever whatever it comes to mind right uh-huh. um just looking for different softwares and things and um yeah it so th- this was, was kind of cool you know i i'll do it once in a while and there's so many different ways to record music as you know joe and yeah. and yeah. It all sometimes it depends on a riff or a beat or even just a sound or a feeling. But yeah, you know, I got a couple of guitars and can play some pretty cool like effects. Like you, there's certain plugins on this software that make it sound pretty trippy or pretty rock and roll, pretty metal, whatever you want. Huh. Like it's everything. You can, again, you can manually record things like you know with a microphone. Or you can plug in uh, drums too. There's drum loops and samples you can try to you can put together. But wow set the microphone on the floor and play some drum drum track real quick but i think it's just a matter of creativity and a lot of the stuff again came from loop you know the the app loopy and it's like okay let's let's it this allows you to put some structure to it like okay. actually playing in four four time and <laughs> coming up with measures and like <laughs> so, you know stuff like that Oh, what a concept! Actual music, or actual music <laughs> which I know I, st- I don't know anything about, but you know what I mean. But putting some some structure to it, and actually writing different parts of songs, mm-hmm. trying to come up with a bridge here and there. I don't know, like yeah. whatever. But no vocals. I don't sing. But I use a combination, like I said, of acoustic guitar, electric guitar. I have a MIDI player, which is. I think if it stands for, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, Musical Instrument Digital Interface. I do believe that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's a small little keyboard, but again, the software allows you to, to manipulate whatever wow. sound you're looking for. So you and layering you, tracks and layering and then mixing it a little bit mm-hmm. to get that right sound. and it, It's pretty cool. Kind of It's fun. Like it's some creative. Exactly. Joe, you know what? <laughs> you hit the nail right on the head. When it comes to music and cooking and a lot of other things, everything adds up to the end result. A little bit of this, a little bit of that can affect can affect 
the end result in ways that are incalculable, right? Wow. So it all comes together as a whole. Uh, the, to your point, the common thread is creativity, creating, building, making mm-hmm. um, something that, that you can enjoy and you enjoy doing. Now, sometimes it's frustrating. Like, oh, okay. I want to turn this thing into a thing. Uh-huh. Again, just sticking with the theme of music in particular, like, it's just not working. And sometimes it's it's work, uh, you know, to figure it out. But um, but ultimately, it's entertainment purposes and, yeah. f- you know. I know exactly what I you're talking about. I, uh, I taught myself how to play guitar around 18, and yeah. it's always been more of a rhythm. You know, I, I sing to the guitar, and I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Never really. I mean, I'm starting to get okay at, like, pick picking, like, with my pick, oh. you know. Oh. But I, I've never been able to finger pick. Literally no, this I've week. Literally, this, I was like, you know what, Joe? You've got some dynamics that you really need to pull out of this song. It would be great oh. if you knew how to finger pick. Just go to the old friendly uh. YouTube, and he's like, really? Do you step one, two, three, how to do this? Yeah. And I'm literally like, I feel like I'm 17 years old again, uh. sitting in my bedroom at my parents' house, wanting to throw the guitar out the window because my fingers didn't want to do it. You know, right. and all the things. So I totally get what yeah. you're saying there. Uh, yeah, it's 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 coming. It's pulling out that thing there's something missing here yeah exactly what is it and mm-hmm. what you add to it and you build on it and it's the end result yeah wow yeah sean you are a dynamic man who i well, feel has it kind of dialed in i don't feel that way most days well, you, <laughs> you know it's it's odd t- buddy because it's <laughs> it depends on the situation you know i think it's important to keep yourself occupied yeah give yourself a purpose i think purpose having purpose and understanding why you're doing something is very important. Um, very but you know, I'm not going to get too deep. To you could write a book on that. You know? uh, well, no, I, maybe no. <laughs> um, but no, it's, there's a lot. There's, there's, there's it's just finding what you want to do. That's what I'm telling my seven year old right now. 17 year old right now is I don't care what it is. We're going to obviously support you, but like find something you want to do and, and, and go for it. Yeah. I think that's, the number one goal um, of any parents with young kids, or if you're young yourself, listening to this, or it doesn't you know what doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter how old or what your situation is, man. Like, find that thing, and it's hard. If but if you find that thing, in my opinion, there should be no excuses. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. so many ways to learn about anything, or to to follow your your dreams and your passions about anything, and. Well, it, and I, it takes a leap of faith sometimes. And just exactly. I actually think it's a really interesting uh, thing. It's very common to hear there are no excuses. No. But we as humans give ourselves every excuse not to do something. Oh, sure. Right? So the point in what you just said there was override those excuses. Yeah. Right? I mean, because, yeah, you're going to tell yourself, no, nah, I'll do it tomorrow yeah. for 100 years. You know what I mean? And you'll never do it. Right. So you'll find a reason not to. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't want to sound like any kind of life coach because trust me, it's it's easy to sit here and I'm say words. <laughs> no, <calling you. laughs> no way. It's easy to sit here and say words. Uh, but the easiest thing, easiest thing anybody, the easiest thing you can do about something is complain about it. Yeah. Like that's the no easiest kidding. thing you can do. Huh. Right. And, but that what does that solve? That doesn't solve anything. So I have, not. I think you appreciate this. I quite a while ago I hung um, a sign on my cube. It's essentially the alcoholic's prayer. Okay. Uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. 
courage. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. I think that last part is very important. Of course, I, had to, I, I changed it because I didn't like it. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> because, first of all, honestly, so, first of all, grant me. Like, that's so submissive. Like, nobody's going to grant me anything. That's a good I will find. Mm-hmm. I will find the serenity. I think serenity is a little too much to ask for <laughs> sometimes. So, I changed that to sanity. So, I changed it a little bit <laughs> to... So I will. I do. That's 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 a that's pretty. It's not too much to ask for. Serene, like I don't know if that even exists on this level of existence. I don't know if you can achieve that, you know. But so I will find the sanity to Uh to accept the things that cannot change and change the courage to change the things I can. Yeah. And the wisdom to know the difference, like that. You didn't what? Change, right? What's no, no? Because <laughs> what? What? What sort do you want to fall on today? Like no, you know. Yeah. yeah. There's another term I heard a long time ago. It's called paper tigers. It's a psychological term. Like paper tiger. Is it? Is it a real threat? Is it a real tiger, or right. is it just a paper tiger? Okay. Yeah. It's something to take note of, but it's not gonna kill me. It's not gonna hurt me. Wow. Um, and that's again. I'm not trying to pretend to be Sean, a psychologist I, I think or anything. You aren't but, uh, pretending at all. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I we we started this conversation off on, on cooking meat, hmm. and now we're talking about a way to live life. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, to some, to some, to, to some, there is no difference. Yeah, right? Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, but, Sean, it yeah. it is always literally a pleasure. Well, thanks, chatting Sean. with you. You too. Um, and I would say you call me anytime. As a matter of fact, I called you this time. First time yeah. you called me. Yeah. But I would really like it if, if you come on again. <laughs> I, I, if you, you must be desperate for content, <laughs> I'll, 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 be, I'll be your guy. Yeah, I'm desperate <laughs> for people who, who have something interesting to talk oh, about. Man. And uh, you happen to be one of those people. Well, so. Thanks, man. Um, which, which brings me to another thing. As a matter of fact, uh, so far, I've gotten a lot of feedback from uh, members at Johnsonville saying, hey, you should reach out to this person or oh. I have a story. But I just want to throw the all call out to everyone. <laughs> like, don't stop. Uh, because while right now I'm, we are all sitting in a good spot with hearing awesome stories, um, I know that there's a lot more out there. And that's the whole point of this podcast yeah. is to sit down and talk with people what they don't do at work. It's, yep. it's what they do when they're you know living their life and having a great time doing it. So, um, and, and, Sean, you are literally – the point of this podcast. So. <laughs> what? Oh boy. Oh man. Do you have any of your tunes music that you'd be willing to uh, share? <laughs> that man, that's like a peek into the soul. Like, yeah, buddy. I, I. It's funny you asked that because I actually have my laptop here that I used for school and for the music, and I've got some of it on there. I haven't rendered any of it. I don't okay. even know how to do that yet. <laughs> All right. Well. I'm just uh, saying that when when this episode comes out, oh, we could maybe throw one or two on there if you are willing. I, I, it's not no pressure. No, but I'm actually twisting his arm right now, ladies and gentlemen. Because no. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know how you are about playing in front of people and stuff. Oh, I'm terrified. I, wait a minute. You yeah, but me? yeah, but I remember I remember this day where you dressed up as a, as a hog as the pig. Oh, you had to. I've got you, that. Got to. That, I think I that comes up. Cut this out. Oh, no, 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 I'm not gonna. No. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> Every once in a while, I think a memory pops up on Facebook because I made a video, but I took some pictures of. It's a long story. We don't need to get into it, but uh, the end. The, the short of it is that Joe played. Old McDonald had a farm <laughs> on his acoustic guitar for the Riverside group because it was a United Way thing. It and was, he lost. Yeah. Lost a uh-huh. bet. 
It's hilarious. We gained a, we we I lost a bet, but we made a lot of money. Right, correct. So it was, it was a you, win lose. <laughs> <laughs> the, hum, the humiliation was worth it. Absolutely. But yeah, and uh, at Riverside, it still circulates. So it does. Oh gosh, yeah. The the video that's out there, it's uh, alive and well. So wow. and the editing in it is phenomenal. Hum- you know, there's too many words. That's it, see that I don't know, man. <laughs> but it's fun. See, and that goes back to just creating something. You yeah, know, yeah. you know, putting it together finding the meaning of it and kind of, I don't want to say exploiting, but extracting, that may be a good word, like extracting that thing, like the point of the point of that. Yeah. It's funny. It's hilarious, but I made it sound serious and so dramatic. Like, Oh my God. Like, you know what I mean? It's so exaggerated, (laughs) you know, but stuff like that to to pull something out of what that means and, and having your own spin on it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and I've never, because the video is, is honestly very well done. (laughs) I have never once shied away from people being like, Oh man, remember they did that thing? <laughs> like, yeah, it's called Piggy Bill. Like, it's it's not the end of the world, right. you know. Um, so I, it is always still a fun, uh, <laughs> fun little ditty that you and I both have. Mm. So I, I appreciate that. But, um, but yeah, Sean. I, yeah. Again, awesome having you on. Thanks, man. Um, and you can come on anytime you want. All right. I don't even need to be here. You could just come on and talk. Well, now, now I know where the room is. I yeah. Guess as as right. No. Um. So. Uh, anytime you want, please come on. Um, okay. But for now, if you wouldn't mind oh, closing us out. A script. Yep, yep. Good luck. Sorry, you can <clears> cut <throat> that out. Okay, let me, let me proofread it first. Is that even my full name? Like, just the first name is fine? Oh, boy. This is Sean Angle, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Like, you know what you're doing. You know, I I wish I would know what I was doing. I'm talking like, you know, it's, I do know what I'm doing, and you're going to listen to me. You're going to do what I say. Darn it. Gosh darn it. <laughs>